of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I have Lincoln Public Schools Superintendent Dr. Steve Joel joining me today on Lincoln Live. Steve, good morning. Morning, Dale. I want to go back to the Tuesday Board of Education meeting and the portion where Dr. Bob Rahner updated the board and the public on the situation that exists in Lincoln Public Schools with COVID stressing the importance of people getting vaccinated. Uh, there's a lot of there's there's sort of a three tiered topic uh, that I want to go to. But let's talk about student exclusions first. I explained on the air Tuesday morning or excuse me, Wednesday morning that uh, exclusions means that a student either has tested or staff member has tested positive and or is self isolating because they've come in contact with someone who uh, does have COVID. So start with the exclusion numbers, if you would, please. Yeah, the exclusion numbers are, you know, of course, they're high. And, and, and there's, you know, some debate about, you know, whether whether students should be justifiably excluded if they're showing no symptoms. But it's really about being a close contact, right? So the contact tracers, which are are really working overtime to, to try to keep the spread from occurring in the schools, um, therefore, the, the student that's close contact is asked to exclude for a, um, a number of days. And that's been a burden. I mean, there's no question that um, parents are, are questioning, you know, why are, are these kids being sent home? And, you know, they're, they're missing out on, say, five to seven to ten days of education. And, you know, I, I, I think we have to continue to look at that as we go forward. But for now, you know, we're seeing we're seeing our positivity, a number of positives going up in students and then also our exclusion rates going up as well too now i will say that because we're doing as good of a job as we can with contact tracing you know although some of the pcr tests which is the you know the more accurate of all the covid tests it's taking you know anywhere from two to four or five days to get back you know there's there's the real question as to you know how effective is excluding a student that was exposed and then, you know, gets a test or has, you know, believes have, have some symptoms, get a test, but they don't get it back for, you know, significant number of days. So I understand the angst on the part of, of parents, but I will say this, you, you know, I think if, if people would just step back and, you know, we've not closed classrooms, we've not closed our schools, we've kept our kids in school. I think that can be attributed to the, you know, the masking and the contact tracing. Now, um, there's going to be that's going to be hotly debated, but by by the same token, our goal all along was to keep our kids in school. So numbers are going up. You know, we're we're now in an, in an um, elevated. We the uh, risk dial was elevated last week, and and I'm continuing to hold hope that you know at some point we're going to start moving down and we can get back to normalcy. Dr. Ronner also pointing out at Tuesday's school board meeting that uh, Lincoln Public Schools simply can't do it alone. You can vaccinate and you can't uh, the kids in schools and you can wear masks. But if the community doesn't do the same, then the kids are going to get it and they're going to bring it back to school. Well, and that's accurate, you know, and, and I don't know what we do about that. We're in a mask mandate. My wife and I went to a, a, 
grandkid basketball game this weekend, and there was a big sign, you know, ma- uh, masks required unless you're a participant, and my wife and I had our mask on, and there just weren't very many people wearing masks. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how you police that when when public sentiment is basically, you know, I, I'm, I'm neither vaccinated, and I don't feel risk, I'm not worried about COVID, you know, I mean, we're just, we've just gotten to that point where, you know, despite the fact that the schools have, you know, in my estimation, done our part and will continue to do our part, you know, numbers in the community continue to become ele- be elevated. So I think a, what a lot of people, not a lot, but what some people are arguing is that, you know, okay, so you've, you've masked our kids, you've done social distancing, you're, we're really good at hand hygiene and contact tracing and exclusion and quarantine, but yet the numbers in the community continue to be elevated. And and then, of course, it's, you know, the mask mandate in Lincoln, but not in Omaha, not in, you know, other cities as well, too. So, I mean, I, I understand that there's some angst about that, but, but I will tell you, I put, I put, and I know our district puts um, our, our faith in our health department, and and we've we've got a tremendous relationship with Pat Lopez and her team, and we are so grateful for Dr. Bob Rauner. I mean, he to to have him on our school board, giving a three to five minute update on the the data, the real accurate numbers, not you know what what people perceive or want to perceive, has really been instrumental in guiding us with our decisions. But we're going to have to make plans for when the mask mandate is lifted. And so my my team and and myself and and others have been having some conversations on that. And, you know, ultimately, we're going to get masks off kids and, you know, there's going to be the risk of COVID and we're going to have to figure out, you know, what's the best way to mitigate that, that, uh, that, you know, that's going to be acceptable my most. I'm hearing that frustration, too, Steve, that with all the masking, with all the distancing, with all the hand sanitizer, with the vaccines now for kids ages 5 to 11, the numbers are still going up. So there are those who will argue that it's not doing any good or it's not doing as much good as what uh, advocates would say it would be. So, And here you're coming up on a couple of uh, holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, where kids will be out of school and they'll be mingling with other kids outside of the school buildings and grandparents and traveling and multi-groups that are getting together for the holidays. Uh, that has to be on your mind, too. Well, it is. And, and you know, indoor activities and, you know, again, I'll go back to this weekend, crowded gyms and crowded bleachers and nobody wearing masks except my wife and I. Uh, and there were a couple of others. I mean, I don't I don't want to just paint this broad brush, but you know the reality of it is, if if in fact there's this this you know even with uh, say two two doses and a booster dose you can still spread it, then you know it stands to reason that numbers are going to continue to go up through the winter because we're all going to be um, we're all, all going to be held to an indoor environment. But you know again I I want to keep our we want to keep our schools open. We want to keep our kids learning. You know, we've, we've looked at our student achievement data and, you know, clearly when we when we assess the pandemic, you know, uh, just looking at graduation rates the other day, 90 percent graduation rate of our kids that were in school and, you know, about 75 percent uh, with our kids that weren't in school. You know, and so we're looking at all of our data points and we it's just every time we turn around, it just says, get the kids, keep the kids in school. So that's what we're going to continue to work toward. And, you know, again, Pat Lopez and her team, they're, 
they're cognizant of the fact that, you know, we want to keep our schools open and we want to keep them safe. But, you know, it's one of those things that I'll, that I'll stand by. We're not spreading it in school, right? So it's, it's kids that are going in, stu- uh, students that are going into exclusion are acquiring, uh, either being a close contact or acquiring the virus outside of school. Well, that just stands to reason. So is, is, is masking uh, one way to ensure that it doesn't spread in school? I think it is. And and so, you know, I mean, we're going to continue to do it as long as we're in a DHF. Steve, I want to spend the rest of our time talking about the Lincoln Public Schools Learning Lunch series that has resumed this year, taking a year off because of COVID. It's virtual this year. You can go to lps.zoom.us and then mine down and you'll find it. Uh, I've tapped into the list this year, and I've tapped into it in past years to talk to experts from the public schools. And they started on the 15th. They will continue until mid-May. And it's everything from uh, Lincoln Symphony to how does science really work. A couple of that I wanted to talk about. One is coming up on November 17th, full-service community schools. I have had a conversation with uh, Nola Derby Bennett, about community learning centers, and uh, she has spoken about it before the school board. These are important features coming out of Lincoln's public schools that not only help kids, but help families of kids. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dale. I mean, I appreciate very much, you know, you highlighting that. You know, there are, those are just a few examples of of how well LPS is, is connecting to community and and helping kids and families be successful and and you know we have the gift of full service community schools and nola derby bennett does an incredible job of, of of leading that that effort and you know it's making a difference right so there there are so many of our parents that many many parents that are pretty uh, they're, they're not expressing their voice but but they're really grateful for the fact that their kids have before and after school care and in an academic and and in um, recreational kind of an environment and that you know parents can go to the school and have uh, receive help and and trying to acquire services so you know that that's a that's a little known secret and you know bart bartle gets a lot of credit for you know really having worked um led led that effort you know years ago when we first became uh, full service community schools, but but going back to the learning lunch series, you know I'm amazed, uh, Dale, when when I attend those, how many people from the community um, attend those. Right? They mm-hmm. they 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 want to listen. They want to learn. They're very interested in the the things that um, LPS you know is doing. And and again, I I feel like we are one of the uh, top urban school districts in all of America in terms of what we provide our students and our staff and but like anybody else you know right now public education is catching a lot of heat on a lot of different issues and you know ultimately um, you know at the end of the day we have to make sure that you know the vast majority of our parents and I believe that to be the case you know are really support our programs and our initiatives I mean we we've got some things in the in the hopper that that I think are uh, you know these focus programs that are coming online the new Northwest High School uh, with the uh, the partnership with uh, Bryan College, the Northeast with the partnership with the College of Agriculture, and you know, students are going to continue to have great choices in terms of where they want to go to school. So, um, those will be programs that will be highlighted, I'm sure, in future learning lunches. 
Here's another one that's coming up January 19th, Cultural Perspectives and the Role of LPS Bilingual Liaisons. It's one of those, again, features, all means all, whether you speak English or not. There are 152 countries represented in Lincoln's public schools right now, students and families speaking 130 languages. Yeah. And I I wish we had 130 liaisons (laughs) representing each language, right, of course, but that's not... That's not realistic for us. But, you know, the work of the liaisons is incredible. We're a refugee resettlement community, right? We're one of, I think, 13 in the country. And, you know, the, what, a, what a great gift of diversity uh, that is for all of our students um, and, and for our district as a whole. You know, right now we're, we're receiving some uh, uh, several families from Afghanistan that, you know, just have incredible stories of trauma that uh, – that, that they that they share that they've experienced and you know in Lincoln Nebraska they're we're going to welcome them we're going to we're going to help them get get themselves placed where they need to be placed we're going to support their families and they're they're going to be very comfortable with with you know their experience so you know I give the liaisons a lot of credit for that but you said it all means all you know and that's one thing that I'll uh, I'll hang my hat on and that is you know we're we're going to meet the needs of every single student to the best of our ability and. We're not going to pay deference to how, you know, where they come from, you know, what their social, socioeconomic status is, how they express their identity. I mean, we're, we're just going to we're just going to stand with every single one of our children. And I think that's the mark of a good school system. And I believe we are one. Even children without homes all yeah. means uh, more than 300 students experiencing homeless and I've had a conversation with Ellen Riley from the LPS Homeless Services. She will be speaking on February 16th. And not enough time to really get into that, Steve, but I want to turn folks back to the Learning Lunch website. It's a link. It's virtual this year, lps.zoom.us. You can take a look at the schedule, pick and choose. They uh, start at noon. These monthly presentations uh, Typically held the third Wednesday of the month. You can go to that website for the full schedule, lps.zoom.us. All right, Steve, one of these days, COVID won't come out of our lips when we talk about I'll look for that day. (laughs) One of these days. One of these days. Dr. Steve Joel joining me from Lincoln Public Schools on Lincoln Live.